following all adulting adults. You're tuning into The Grown Up Podcast, a show I created to talk about the struggles of the new millennium and share different perspectives in order to make sense of being a grown up. Along the way, I search for independent music, businesses, and individuals who make a way for themselves in the content creating industry via podcasts, books, blogs, vlogs, and more to show that we should support each other's ideas instead of tear them down. Tune into the podcast monthly and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown up shit. Now, let's get to the episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> okay, so to be honest, I've actually interviewed an artist before. I actually did it when I went to college. I did college radio, and I actually interviewed an independent artist as well. So, you know, this is dope for me. This is my second time, and I'm actually trying to make this something frequent. So, this is dope. What's good, everybody? My name is Dee, and welcome back to Grown Up, where you already know what we do. We talk about that grown up shit, and I sprinkle a little bit of independent music in there for you guys. So today, I have a brand new artist joining me today for the Naturally on a Wave interview segment portion. So I'm going to go ahead, let him introduce himself, say his name, where he's from, the genre of music that he does, and how long he's been doing music. So welcome. Yo, yo, what's up? Thank you for having me. I'm honored, first off. Uh, my name is my brother Van, straight out of Northwest Florida, a little town called Navarre. Um, I've been doing this uh, independent music for about four years, rap, sing, produce, and engineer, like 99% of my music. Most of it's kind of alternative, rap, R&B, you know, I splash a little bit of uh, pop and punk too as well, so. Nice, pretty nice. Much just, yeah, man, so. It's uh, it's been going. It's it's a it's a journey, Definitely. but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, man, I've definitely grown a lot. For sure, for sure. So tell us how you got started with making music, and who has been some of your influences when it came to making music. So biggest influences, uh, there's probably three people who pretty much, um, well, I'm gonna say four. There's probably four people who I really credit to really kind of making me want to like do it. Uh, Michael Jackson was like the original. You know, as a kid, he was kind of like the biggest music influence ever to me. And um, when I hit my teens, um, Kid Cudi, Kanye, and Lil Wayne were pretty much the guys who I looked at as like kind of speaking to a lot of what I felt um, as far as like, you know, being from the culture, but also kind of being innovating it and pushing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So those are three guys who were pretty much on my like music influence. My fourth, Mount Rushmore, right there, having the biggest influence. But there's a lot of other people who I kind of really looked up to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of got started. Um, I was a I was a jock growing up. I had no background. I no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not at all. Um, no one in my family was like musically inclined like that. Wow. Um, 
I pretty much was chasing the hoop dream and then I switched to football. I live in the South, so football became religion and I yeah. dove into that. Went to school, went to college ball, did that. Didn't end up where I wanted to. Yeah. Came back, kind of like, what am I going to do? You know, so I'm working nine to five, trying to make yeah. some money, get them on two feet. And I kind of just lost something to feel that self-expression that sports was giving me. Mm. So I always loved music. I was really like a guy who always listened to music when every situation, like in every social gathering, I was like in my headphones, kind of being to myself kind of guy. Yeah. So um, it was just like a sanctuary thing. And I kind of wanted to just try to make it as a hobby. So I bought equipment um, because I was recording at places and buying stuff and it was like mad expensive when I started like learning about that like buying oh, yeah. to record and yeah I was like yeah. whoa I, I'm trying to get on my feet and I can't like <laughs> I didn't have the money to just yeah. keep doing that so I looked up research and people were like you can get a small home studio for this amount of like $300 so I was like all right I went that route made a beat and a song and I kind of uh let some people hear it Mm-hmm. And a lot of people liked it who were like doing the underground music scene in my community. Yeah. And uh, it was like, really? So then I made a video with it and people just really jumped on it. So I had a real good initial break into music that made people think that I could do something. And then I was like, let me give it a try. So that's pretty much how I got started. It was my first my first track really kind of like pushed me to like, hey, maybe I got something. So I didn't oh. even know. You know, I was just doing it just because I like doing it. Yeah, that's definitely a different like story of uh, how like because I've asked artists this question all the time, you know, how they get started in music. And that's definitely a different story. Like most of them are like, yeah, I have a background in music or my my mom and dad used to play the piano or something or whatever, you know, and, you know, you're like, nah, eh, wasn't really into it. But here we go. You know, sometimes life just leads you to a different path. And, you know, you think you want to write one, but then it just knocks you over to a new one. And. You never know that's what you needed so um your beats sound very eclectic to me like i when i was listening to your music they sound like it's a mixture of, of many things so yeah. how was your process with producing beats since you did tell me that you produce pretty much 99 percent of your beats yeah um my process is really since i i lacked and i still you know with production and engineer and it's a very technical skill yeah. It takes a lot of time, years and stuff. So I initially didn't have any of that. I really did everything off of my ear and off of like my feelings and my mm. vibe. So I really just kind of, sometimes I had direction initially. Yeah. Most of the time I just kind of just dive in, hear sounds and then yeah. let that lead. So most of the stuff um, it's more so just being led by me being in my own studio and just making things. And then when I get a feeling, when I hit something or hit a chord, yeah. I just keep going with that. And then, you know, I usually, I hear a chorus and I kind of will say, if I can make a chorus to this beat, then I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a very like melodic guy. And I kind of yeah. think the influences of being around a lot of like pop culture and video games, like I have a lot of like just melodies that are very like four chords, five, three chord kind of progressions that are just like commonly used and it's just in my head. So a lot of my stuff people will be like, man, it's super catchy. Yeah. And then I personally just like, I like a lot of boom, but it, it varies, you know, like me as a person, I my emotions vary. So my beat production varies, but I don't really have a strength 
and sometimes my music it kind of it could be like a a hiccup because people don't know what to expect so they can't really gravitate to one thing but then also now my brand has this unpredictableness to it right so now people are like i don't know what he's gonna do i heard him do some grungy punk rock stuff i heard him do some pop singing stuff like well, some yeah. drake type and then i also heard him doing some like real like street type trap music mm-hmm. um so it's it definitely just depends on how i'm feeling that's kind of how i go with it it's just a vibe kind of thing and if i like it then i'll make it that's dope i that's kind of like how i do i'm very much uh off the ear like i don't know how <laughs> we we were <laughs> ears <laughs> but yeah everything when it comes to this audio thing and even i'm i'm dibbling dabbling into kind of trying to engineer a little bit myself you know i have friends who are doing music they're like hey i got a laptop you can record with me and i'll I'll dibble dabble a little bit and see what i can do and pretty i don't know any technical way to do it but i just know Mm -hmm. what sounds good to me so that's that you know we linked up and you know you express that here on the podcast so people can know like you don't really i have to study study into something like if you have a feeling and you know that that's for you like try and pursue that path try and figure it out you never know where it's going to take you and look at you you're putting out albums doing songs like you doing yeah and that's and that's definitely true because one thing i was i'm so different especially from the norm where i'm from Mm -hmm. that i was really like anxious about like how people what even people receive it yeah and i heard a lot of people say like it's always the stuff that you don't think people are going to like that people gravitate to so when i made beats i just put them on my website i just mm-hmm. left them there and then i promote them you know i, I put them out and it'd be guys i never think will want to touch them touching them yeah so it was like you know it that's the most important thing with music is like this is like a relationship with people like you can just you can hear and get all these like try to But the technical difficulties here, y'all. We gonna keep it. We gonna keep it rocking. Habit. So, I want a song that breaks that habit. You know, they hear the same type of music on the radio and in their playlist, and they're like, "Man, you know, it does to them a little bit." So, I think I, my stuff too more with artists and people, and that's what I'm noticing. It's like that's what I care about the most. Is like the people resonate with it. So it's like you just gotta remember that it's it's for the people and don't don't really overthink it too much definitely definitely i hear you on that so what is the independent music scene like in the florida area you stay in and have you collaborated with any other independent artists uh the scene here is it's it's like this untapped it's not very progressive mm-hmm. so everything that used to pop in is very like you know quote unquote like like South music that was popular like five years ago that's kind of what people just gravitate to like they don't really go towards a lot of new stuff so it's difficult to do things outside of that but if you're good they will start to really like you'll have some really good fans so this the grind it's it's very much like we're kind of like really influenced by Atlanta and New Orleans and um Probably, probably really like Atlanta. I think Atlanta has a lot of influence, kind of like the kind of music and culture that comes with it in my area. Um, but I, I, it's, it's, 
I really think that people want something different. We just don't have a lot of infrastructure here that kind of like supports it. There's not really like a community or a home base or uh. some big. So none of that institutional stuff really helps feed that demand. So independents pop up here and there and have little waves and have little pockets. It's just difficult to keep it going. We're yeah. also not that big, you know what I'm saying? So it's not a lot of, and very spread out, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, we have towns that are like 10, 20, 30 minutes away. Uh-huh. They're really small, they're really beach communities that are made for tourism. And the Actually. clubs and the venues, you know, they go with the easy money, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? We do have some mid-level guys come down here, you know, we then have Sushi and Gunners come to the big clubs, but they're really just like trying to, you know, they they gonna invest into it already and they know it's gonna work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hear you for sure. All right, so you released an album last year and you just released your latest single, Brush Your Teeth, which is dope. Y'all go check it out and stream that right now everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And brush Your Teeth. Yes. Um, how was the production process for your album and then how long did it take you to produce Brush Your Teeth? Um, for the album, it kind of, it was like, you know, my stuff right now is really much like mixed tapes. You got to, categories and the albums for like you know distribution so but uh it really was like a lot of songs i had done that were like half of it was like already done songs and like they had like kind of similar vibes and stuff and then i went through some like, a breakup a lot of change had to move out so i finished the rest of it um which was crazy because i was like didn't have a spot to stay and I was like finishing it in the RV. So like half the album was made like in the RV. Crazy, crazy time in my life. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really like, it was a low that I kind of, the music was really like there for me when I needed it to kind of just vent and stuff like that. So that was a more of a intimate experience and um, I'm, I was glad how it turned out. There's tracks on there that are some of my fans' favorite songs. Own Worst Enemy, Ride to Atlanta, the opening track, Wheel, Wheel, Wheel. It's like one of my favorite songs. And I, I remember I didn't even put no 808s or no kicks or nothing on it. But it's like, there's a lot of things I really like, I love about making that. And I still love to this day. Um, but as far as Brush Your Teeth, that one, which is crazy. Like when you own music equipment in the studio like I do and you make beats, like I have so much in my vault, and that song was made like almost two years ago. No cap. Mm, wow. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy because I knew it was special. And I just kind of sat on it because it was going to be a part of this other project where I was doing this collab. I really don't collab a lot, and yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do the whole thing with collabing. Yeah. And we went to Atlanta to do a show because I was doing music with these other guys, and I had my stuff with me. We we're in this Airbnb, you know, doing our thing, and everybody's like wanting me to cook up. I make this beat and I have my equipment and I just everyone starts you know doing their thing and recording and we all record on the spot and we all walk away like bro you got we got we'll never release that like we all knew it was gonna be special like they kept bugging me and like even year a year later like like yo when are you gonna release that song like let me yeah. know so I knew it was a good one so yeah I was really like like man I'm just putting this out because I, I just wanted to drop more music this year that's one of the like pledges I made to myself and to the people who were supporting me and to the yeah, fans and sure. stuff. Yeah, sure. it was it was a it was an experience and we got kicked out of Airbnb, but 
<laughs> Yo, that part cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got kicked out. I was like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it was like rented out illegally and stuff. And I was yeah. like, oh, man. God. Wow. <laughs> yeah, That's super dope, though. Yeah, the track is hot. I, I, I fuck with it for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I don't always over... On the beat, I don't overdo it. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, as long as the vibe hits, then I'll lock in on that. And everyone else felt it, too. So I'm, I was proud of it. And I'm glad people liked it, man. And it really did a lot. Got a lot more movement for my brand. So I was happy with that, too. Yeah, most definitely. Again, you guys go and check that out. His new single, Brush Your Teeth. All right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, again, as you mentioned, you record and engineer your own music. So why did you make that choice to become more ver- versatile? Because a lot of artists, when it comes to making music, they don't really care about the production or the post-production portion of like the whole process. So how did mm-hmm. you come to that conclusion? Really, it was just two things. One was money. It, it, it can be very expensive to go to other people to outsource these these uh, these uh, skills, Definitely. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's definitely one of the reasons. The other reason was because the guys who influenced me, which like I said, Kanye was one of them. I won, I'm a, a do-it-all kind of guy, like mm. just as a person. Like when yeah. I played sports, you know, I was a basketball guy. Like yep. I wanted, I, I did everything on the court. Like I'm like a triple double cap. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm not just scared to just shoot and score points. I'm getting rebounds right. and getting assists. Yep. I wanted to be able to do it all because that's what I respected other people who did. Mm-hmm. So when I knew Kanye, guys like Kanye were doing that, I was like, that's what I wanted to be. I, and I really enjoy most of it. Like, you know, the, the engineering can be very technical and it can be like my least favorite thing, but I'm starting to like it more now. But like mm. as far as making beats too, like, that gives me much joy just with making songs. So yeah. I really kind of just like, you know, I, I, I just love doing it. So I, I was like, why not? Why not? And then, you know, it helped out a lot. It really did. I'm super grateful because it gave me another source of income. You know, I started, when people knew that I did it, and there's not a lot of artists where I'm at, I'm from the small town, but in neighboring areas, like when I was doing my circuit, people and I was telling them like yo I'm making these beats and I'm recording myself they mm-hmm. came to me and it gave me income with like recording people it gave me income with selling beats mm-hmm. with you know like during the pandemic and like coming out of it my beat selling was really a big part of like me funding my whole independent thing so yeah I was really proud that I even just took the liberty to took the initiative to try to do that stuff on my own because it made me more valuable made my brand more valuable yeah, definitely. I hear you on that one. I, I'm a pretty much a do-it-all here with my podcast. Like, I record, I produce the show, I host the show, oh, set up the interviews, I, I call you guys, I reach out to you, the artists, like, I do it all, so. That's super <laughs> you know, dope. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. Salute to you on that, yo. Thank you, I appreciate that. For yeah, real. So I understand, like, being solo and wanting to, to do it all and, and, and get in depth with it. And like I said, it's very rare that a lot of artists want to do that. So um, definitely glad that you got on the podcast so that I can get people to see that it's okay. You can do it on your own. You can figure the shit out, you know, and as long as you have a dream and you want to pursue it, you can do whatever you want to do. So um, yeah, definitely. Has there been any obstacles that you've had to face with pursuing your music? I mean, of course, of equipment, money, time, like all of that, mm-hmm. you know, how how have you been able to uh, get over those obstacles and keep pursuing and, and doing what you want to do? Well, I'm a pretty independent guy and I work hard. Like hard work, you can't substitute that whatever yep. you do. So I've had multiple jobs. Most of the time I did this. 
that was something where it helped me consistently be able to maintain what I'm doing. Um, just, you know, making sure you got streams of income coming in because yeah. there's a lot of upfront costs with starting any small business, any business. So Definitely. just like this, it was cost with equipment, cost with promotion and marketing, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff, videography, all that stuff costs money, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely always had to work and always been working. Um, it's always a challenge to find ways to make more money because as you get higher and higher levels and I wanted to kind of break through, you know, higher levels with my music, it's mm -hmm. going to take more and more money. So it's like, Ooh, yeah. that's the biggest challenge, obviously. Um, another thing is, it's like kind of uh me being a, a niche or having a different style mm -hmm. is it's a blessing and a curse yeah so like initially it's a curse because you're foreign and a lot of people were reject things that are foreign that are new um because it's like it takes you time to kind of like digest it it's like eating new foods or you know doing anything new there's a learning curve there's an absorption time that's like a little slower as your kind of brain's like what is this trying to figure it out how can yeah. I fit this into what I'm liking mm -hmm. but you know what I'm saying it, on the back end and in the long run it, it will help so that's what you know what I'm saying I'm pushing for it's like yeah I have to really like hammer what my sound into people by consistently putting it out there getting it better and letting them hear it maybe more than other people for them to be like okay because I don't do the traditional or the norms that a lot of other people are doing yeah. Um, so that's the biggest, those are, those are the two biggest challenges the money and just having an each sound and kind of like being different and still carving your own lane when people, you know, they're already don't, you know, they weren't really looking. Some people, most people aren't looking for new, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. I get people who are, yeah, they're, they're often the people who are looking for something new, but most people don't want anything new. They want the same. So mm -hmm. just breaking into them, that's the big, other biggest challenge. Yeah, I hear you. That's why I started this uh, this music portion of the, the podcast, because um, I mean, people are, are constantly looking at the mainstream artists like they are the end all be all. And it's like, no, there's mm. other people out here who make music, too. And whether it's different from what you listen to or the same, I mean, either way, it's all music and it all should be played and listened to and supported because it takes a hell of a lot to put yourself into uh, pursuing something independent that you want to do. So, um, yeah. you know, big ups to all the artists that are out there doing their thing. You hell yeah. Are killing it, okay? If no one else will thank give you. me your damn roses, you'll get them here on the Grown Up Podcast, all right? Yeah, thank yeah. you, yes. Absolutely. They need to come yeah, definitely. So, um, where do you see your music going in the future? How, where do you want to take it? What type of collabs that you want to do? Do you kind of want to switch up your your style, or you know, where where do you see that going? So, uh, short term, I'm really just trying to be more active with what I'm doing because mm -hmm. I think that I got something good going. Um, I do. I, I really have a ambitious aspiration, like. I, I want to be someone who has the ability to chart on mainstream charts. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to be top spot. You know, I never, that's not really in my heart to do. Like, I'm not trying to be the number one guy, number two guy, yeah. top five guy. But I want to 
be in the chart because I want the respect and to know that I have the ability to hold my own against anyone, you know what I'm saying? And I think it would be good for my area too because they really haven't really seen and they think they have to be a certain way to do that. So I know it's gonna open people's eyes when a person like me can do it because they're gonna be like, I didn't have to follow that trend just to get right. to that destination. Yeah. I could follow my own path or make my own path like my brother Van did, you know Yeah. Yeah, so I really, that's one of the things I want to do. Um, collab, honestly, and there's not a lot of women out here who are artists, and I really been wanting to link with more female artists because mm-hmm. that's something I haven't done yet. And I, I feel like it would make some really dope music. Oh, so, yeah. like, kind of some, some tweener kind of female artists who, like, do the rapping and singing and, you know what I'm saying? But I don't mind. I can... I can pretty much vibe with a lot of different kind of styles. But yeah, I'm looking to do some stuff with some more females. And then some people who are kind of like, got some real skin in the game. You know what I'm saying? Some people in you know the next level of the music industry. Definitely looking to do some stuff with them too. All right, all right. Dope, dope. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here. But I'm going to throw you in the hot seat real quick before we Let's wrap go. it up, okay? I got I'm floor four. I'm used to it. <laughs> I got four quick questions for you. Uh, and then just throw out the answer when you're ready. All right, let's yep. go. Favorite let's producer? It. It's probably uh, Pierre Bourne and Kanye. Dope. All right. Favorite male rapper? Mm. So I'm going to give it to my dude, Kid Cudi. Okay, okay. Favorite female rapper? Favorite female rapper? Hmm. Because they out here. They out here. Oh, yeah. You know who I like right now? I'm not even going to lie. It's probably Flo Millie. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. She's from right, Mobile, which is like right down the road, so I get all a lot. Right. That's dope, that's dope. All right, last one. Favorite genre of music? Favorite genre of music? Shoot. I know that's a tough Shoot. one. I mean, I still think I'm a, a big rap, hip-hop guy. Okay, predominantly. okay. Yeah, man, so... I mean, there might be some subgenres in it that I like more, but just in yeah. general, the whole the whole genre of rap, because it has some of subgenres, like that predominates what I listen to. All right, all right. Yeah. For sure, for sure. All right, well, I appreciate you for coming on to the Grown Up Podcast and doing an interview with me. It's been super yeah. dope. You guys, please go and check him out. Go and stream his new single. Um, I'm going to let you say any final words, any personal shout outs you want to give. And of course, shout out your social media and uh, where they can stream your music at. Well, big shout out to you for having me. That's love. Yo, this Thank is you. One, this is like my furthest interview uh, I've ever done. Someone from California. So I was actually born in California. So, so Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I haven't been in a long time, but... Yeah, so so good to link with some some people from there too. Um, so basically, anyone else who wants to kind of you know find out about my brother Van, you can uh, the best place to do that is mybrothervan.com. I put all my music, my discography, my videos, my I got a commercial that you can see, and got the merch. You know, a bunch of dope merch from hoodies, tanks, oh. long sleeves, all that jazz. You know, even some masks. Um, you can also check me uh, check out my uh, beats on mybrothervan.com as well too so if you're an artist out there looking for something different 
know, holler at me. I do hookups for all my first time customers, you know what I'm saying? Two for ones, oh. stuff like that. Um, as far as my uh, social medias, you know, at my brother Van on Instagram and uh, on Facebook and on, uh, on Twitter and then on uh, TikTok. It's uh, my brother Van underscore the underscore hook underscore guy because I'd be killing these hooks. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's dope. Where well, you guys already know the links are going to be running all up and through this video. And of course, I'm going to throw them in the description below so you guys can click them and go straight to follow him and check out his music. Again, thank you, my brother Van, for joining me today. I appreciate you. We're definitely going to have you back on here on the podcast, right? Yeah, I hope we have some even better news to share with you. Uh, right. Also, not before I forget, big shout out to everybody. Um, in the independent scene, all the artists and creatives from this Florida border, you, man. It's all love. Hell yeah, definitely. Well, again, thank you. You guys go and check out Grown Up Podcast. Subscribe. It's naturally on a wave. It's my brother, Van. Stay safe, be kind, Yo. and we out. Yo. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.